Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. Hey Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. I'm your host, Kate Revs from the Gram. That never sounds right to me. No? No. Anyway, along with my co-host, Gemma Peanut from On the, the Gram. Gram. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. Hope you got a body with this potty, even though this drops at 5am. Hey, if that's your thing, I don't judge. I don't judge. 5am bodies. We're getting off to a great start. <laughs> Let's see. If someone has called the hotline today. Do you know what I don't have time for? Other people's kids being naughty. Mm-hmm. Over the holidays, you catch up with lots of family and friends and kids will fight over different things. I feel like when the kids' parents are there, then leave the parenting to them. But when they aren't and you are the only adult, is it best to let the name killing and rude behaviour slide mm-hmm. as it's physically not hurting anybody or pick them up on it? I feel my two-year-old has definitely copied a lot of bad behaviour from a four-year-old. I'm unsure if in the future I should just remove him from the situation, parent the other kids to my expectations, or just accept the fact that most kids will be little shits and it's a stage they will all go through when starting kindy in school. Amen. First of all, I don't think all kids are little shits. Oh, really? I think some are more shitful than others. Oh, yeah? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Where do your kids fall? Look, I would say my kids are 80% decent human beings yep. with 20% shitfulness. Okay. But I do believe that there are some kids that carry more shitfulness than others. Some kids are just little jerks. Yeah, yeah. just natural born jerks. And some kids are natural born angels. Thinking of the good mums girls. Oh, Lily... And Ella. Just angels. Just angels sent from heaven. Beautifully compliant angels. For me, it's the compliance. Like, Rafa's nice yeah. and she can be angelic. Yeah. But it's the sass, the chat back, the endless, relentless negotiating <laughs> that I cannot deal with. Yeah. And her inability to listen. Maybe mm. my kid has a little bit more Maybe shitful. Maybe a bit more shitful than you think. Yeah, <laughs> might be a little bit more. But I do think this scenario is tough. Yes. Have you ever been confronted with this yourself, Revs? Of course I have. I mean, I have school-aged children, so constantly have had playdates, have had kids over at my house that aren't my kids, have like, you know, the mum goes to the bathroom or dad goes out to get whatever and you're left with all the kids and, you know, if someone's being a little turd, like, do you let it go or do you pull them up? Personally, I would never parent anyone else's kid. Really? Never. Okay, what if that child was saying to Isla, I hate you? Well, yes, I would step in there. Yeah. My thing is, I only care how my kids see me respond. I don't care about the other kids' upbringing, discipline, what kind of kid they are. That is so not my responsibility. I also think it's good for my kids to see there are lots of different people in the world and every house has different rules. And sometimes I get kind of proud if we're around other kids who are being jerks and my kids throw me a look like, oh God, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. Because then I'm like, okay, cool. But it's good. They see like not everyone does it this way or whatever. Raising kids with self-awareness, I think is absolutely vital. That's the goal, right? Absolutely. So I would put more of my focus on the chat after the play date. Do you know what I mean? Like... Bring it up with your kids and being like, fucking, you know. Old mate. Old mate Johnny was a bit of a twat, wasn't he? (laughs) You know? And have that convo. Because that's all I really care about is that my kids 
see crap behavior and they're like, oh, I don't want to be that way. Or that's not cool. I'm very liberal with saying we don't do that in our house. Okay. Um, If someone's at your house being a dick? No, to say that to my kids after. Mm -hmm. Or I know that that parent said that that kid can have ice block at seven o'clock in the morning. But in our house, we don't do that, for example. Okay. Would Um, you discipline another kid? No, but I don't think I have a problem with telling them what they said straight up isn't cool in the moment. I don't think I can let it slide for a, I'll tell my kids later that what they said wasn't cool. Because you mentioned before about you care more about how your kids see you respond. And I think in that moment, if some kid was swearing or saying something really nasty in front of my kids that I know Rafa would absolutely parrot, I have no issues saying that's not a nice thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I think nastiness has got to be like reacted to straight away. And stamped out. Yeah. Straight up. Well, you're not going to stamp it out though. Like you're not stamping it out in that one moment. Do you know what I mean? The only person who's really stamping anything out is long-term parenting in their own home sure but I don't have a problem with a child who doesn't get told no very often to hear that another grown adult is saying no to them like that is not okay that behavior yeah I have no long-term effect on that kid it's more about I would like my kids to see me respond well in front of that yes dickhead child (laughs) yeah although I'm all bark and no bite I was confronted with a situation recently and I was like a deer in headlights oh yeah full catatonic paralyzed don't know what to do but really stressed out in the moment to paint a picture I had taken Rafa to ballet so she does ballet at this gorgeous little ballet school in the northern beaches that is also connected to a play center which is also connected to a cafe I know it well it's a triple win situation drop your kid off at ballet get your coffee and your croissant your other kid runs amok in the play center now there's a trampoline at this play center and Iggy wanted to have a turn and he was climbing up the little ladder and this boy I reckon he was about five Mm came marching over and straight up said, he can't play in here because I'm playing rough. (laughs) And like just with such commitment to what he was saying, you know, like not even the slight hesitance. He was auditioning for the bully in in an 80s movie. Yeah, in Annie, the musical or something. Like he even looked scruffy. I was like, okay, whose kid is this? Anyway, I noticed that there were two other boys in the trampoline as well. And this, we'll call him the bully. (laughs) Just straight up karate kicked the other two mid-jump. Oh, wow. So can you imagine if you're mid-air on a trampoline and someone just knocks your legs over? Where are you going to land? Fucking face. Yeah. Just face plant. Now, I thought they were all friends. Okay. But no, no, no. <laughs> then these two other mums run over and I watched them navigate the situation. And I was like, oh, oh. their boys don't know this bully. <laughs> oh, no. And the mum had to say to her son, because this is interesting, because she didn't feel comfortable telling off that kid for what he did was very bad behaviour. So she goes to her son, it's okay, Rupert. (laughs) Just just plucking out a name. I don't know why Rupert. It's okay, Rupert. (laughs) It's okay, Rupert. Just say, please stop. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And she repeated it. So just say, please stop. And she said it loud enough so that the other kid could hear sure. her giving her son instruction. Yep. And then the other mum with the other kid directed to the bully. Oh. She was like, please leave him alone. Oh, please wow. don't touch other people when you're on the trampoline. Yeah. So I thought it was an interesting tact yeah. for both of them. Meanwhile, I've got Iggy on the ladder, <laughs> paralyzed, because this boy has straight up said, you can't come on here. I'm playing rough. <laughs> 
So then I didn't know what to do. And meanwhile, all three of us mums were looking for the bully's mum. Yeah, right. We were like, who's parenting this child? His behaviour <laughs> is fucking deplorable. Like, it wasn't cool. Yeah. I was just like, he was so rude. And he was just, a, and you know... I feel a little bit torn because there's a mum that I follow on Instagram who I absolutely adore and she once shared a beautiful blog. Remember blogs? Yeah, I remember blogs. <laughs> they still have relevance, vintage. I swear. Vintage. So vintage. But I could almost pull up this blog because it was beautiful insight of a mother raising a, let's say spirited. A spirit. Well, I, no, I don't want to say spirited because people describe Rafa as spirited. Okay. Mothers raising kids who can't yet manage their emotions. Okay. And she tells this story how she was in a playground and her little boy was acting out and she heard other mums say, oh my God, that kid's so aggressive. Mm. And she got instantly protective and defensive of her boy. Yeah. And she shared how hard it is, basically the journey of feeling judged and wanting to advocate for your son, but also knowing that your son's behaviour to other kids was not good. Yeah. So having that knowledge in the back of my mm. mind, I didn't want to be quick to judge no, this kid. No, and you don't. And no. They, and they really are a kid. And we do need to remember that. Like, you have no idea where this kid's come from, where they fall in their family, why they're acting out, if they're at school yet, if they're not. Are they the youngest of four and they're used to having to claim their space? You don't know. I know you can only protect your kid, right? Yes. And yes, there are certain social mores that we need to follow and kids need to work those out and you know you can't just karate kick everyone on the trampoline no but yeah I try to default to empathy for that kid remembering they're a kid yes because I was a kid who wasn't a normal kid and I have such strong memories of parents judging me and feeling that judgment feeling how that went on to my mum you know of being like a really emotional kid yeah so I was a kid who was quick to cry who would be picked on all the time Mm. so it was always like a problem at a play date or at a party do you know what I mean and it's like I grew out of it I'm fine I can go out to a restaurant or a park or a social situation and completely hang Mm. so I think it's always important to extend empathy to the little shit yes because they are still working out their way in the world absolutely I guess the question is do you extend all that to the parent and the key factor in this particular story was that parent was not supervising right wasn't around yeah he or she I since learnt from that moment that she was definitely there she was just busy chatting to a friend around the corner like not even in view of the trampoline like maybe her kid's such a little shit she needs a break yeah (laughs) and she thought it was a safe space to let him go be a dick somewhere else so she could have some respite and have a chat with her mate and how (laughs) wrong she was because there i was looking all over the play center wondering who the hell is this kid's parent and why aren't they here stepping in so what happened i just took a year away i removed Moved him from the situation and then I waited till he left the trampoline and then I was like, off you go, now you can have a turn. Yeah. It was inconvenient and annoying, but we lived. Those kind of kids do dominate places like that. And I feel like there's something in that, like that's a space they get some power and they know it. Mm. Because yeah, it's true. Most kids are happy to wait their turn or not go up the wrong way at the slide or, you know, everyone's sort of working it out in those kind of spaces. And those kids who are just straight up like, nah, I'm going to be a shit. Like they must feel the power. Yeah. And at that age, they have so 
so little power. They must be like, this works, you know, and then they get into a Yeah, you're zone. extending so much empathy I'm to these kids. In it. I'm interested yeah, in it. Totally. I think that's a fair point. But I think as parents, it's still really important to advocate for your child of course. and to demonstrate that that behavior is straight up not okay. Of course. There was something the DL said, like, my two-year-old is picking up bad behavior from a four-year-old. Mm. And I just want to call that out as like, we all think our kid's never going to be the dickhead four-year-old. Oh, I know. When they're the sweet two-year-old, we think, oh my God, that kid's a nightmare. When your kid is four, they may be that dickhead. Just a little bit of hubris. Just a little bit of reality check. Let's all remember. Like, I remember seeing seven-year-old kids in a playground and being like, why are they in this playground? The little toddlers are getting trampled. They're just like causing a ruckus and they're swinging and then they're not looking where they're going. I now have a seven-year-old and an almost five-year-old. And you're like, oh no, and they like, need places to roam too. They are, they're not old enough to go to the movies by themselves or traipse the mall they also need to go to the park do you know what I mean yeah so I guess we just got to be aware of each other's little stages yes yeah it all comes in swings and roundabouts doesn't it, it like does. I have such a strong memory of when Rafa was a newborn and a friend came to visit with her three-year-old oh, nightmare and I tried really yeah. hard not to judge yeah. but in the moment I was like oh her hands and you're touching my fresh newborn and pulling yeah. them away and yeah. blah 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 and then I remember thinking oh that kid's a bit much yeah <laughs> You know, that idea of thinking, I mean, people always thought I was a bit much yeah. as a child. Yeah. Well, maybe you probably were a bit much. No, I, I definitely was. Much was. We were just a bit much for people. <laughs> we were insufferable. But I remember having my own comeuppance. Yeah. When another friend had a newborn and I went to Rafa to go and visit said newborn and yeah. Rafa did exactly what the other kid did. And I thought, oh, and that I had the self-awareness to pull her away. Yes. But then it's exhausting policing a three-year-old yeah. around a newborn. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, this is hectic. Yeah. And, you know, school sorts this out, right? So you can be a little shit five-year-old at a park. You're off to school next year. It's not going to fly because the year sixes are going to smack that shit down. Mm. You know, we go through all these little stages of mini versions of the community. Yeah, and power shifting. And I, I don't know. I'm a big, big fan of let the kids work it out in kid court absolutely if you swoop in and parent other people's kids parent your own kids too much hover where are they going to work out if their behavior flies or not yeah that kid on the trampoline is not going to have many friends when he goes to school no one's going to want to play with him and he's going to very quickly work out oh you can't sideswipe someone on a trampoline and have friends no you can't speak to someone like that and get invited to the birthday parties and he will adjust yes and he will change his behavior or he won't and he'll be that guy that we're like did you say sally's dating blah blah oh my god what a wanker (laughs) like some people will wanker from birth to death absolutely and some people's behavior will adjust personally i'm only responsible for my kids and you're right advocating for them if someone's horrible to them yeah showing them it's not okay helping them stand up for themselves yeah. if possible the age that my kids are currently at where i 100 percent rely on the let them figure it out in kid court yeah is not sharing yes. a toy yeah. for me i'm like i'm not yeah. getting involved no. i'm very much like you know what lord of the flies yeah. you guys fucking work it out whoever gets it gets it who didn't i actually don't care to sit there and go no Iggy you need to share because you know what happens the other parents swooping in and saying oh no Hunter it's it's their turn you've had a turn and so it's all mixed messaging because both parents are being apologetic (laughs) to the situation and I just think nah they can just figure it out yeah and it's a clash when you don't have similar parenting styles at the play date. That's the clash. Like if someone is a get involved and someone's a let them work it out, that's where the tension is. It's really between the adults. I know my kids at the moment, it's all about 
fairness and intention. So they'll be like, Teddy did this to me. And Teddy be like, I did it. And then she'll be like, Teddy's lying. And then it'll be all that kind of like the morality of the situation. Oh, and then he'll so be like, exhausting. And he'll be like, Isla said that so you would think it was that, but actually it was this. You know, it's like all about their intention oh to God, each the other. Layers. There's so many layers. And, and I'm just like, sort it out. Bye! In yeah. the kitchen. And do they? Yeah, of course they do. I mean, the thing is, it's designed though so that you can't stand it because the noise <laughs> gets to such a level and the screaming and the crying and the you know all that yeah, stuff yeah, gets to such yeah. a level that you're like, all right! Yeah. And you have to step in. Oh, right. I, I thought you were going to say, so I just hit the eject button <laughs> and walk away because I've been known to do that. Look, it's a bit of a meditation practice to be like, you sort it out and then you go to another room and you try and zone out mm. from that noise in the other room it's hard though like it is designed to grab your attention so i'm coming into the age of like boys yeah like school age boys and that is a whole new world it's physical they yes. physically fight and then you kind of have to intervene because someone's gonna lose an eye of course and that's a whole new world for me because i'm used to girls where it's emotional and it's like oh she's being mean she's leaving her out she's not sharing that on purpose she's being deliberately crafty or whatever but boys it's like oh no 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 like someone's gonna lose a fucking tooth like everyone chill Calm out down. <laughs> yeah and i suddenly understand why there's no red cordial no soft drink no fucking fairy bread you know because girls can handle that and then that maybe you know they're just mean to each other which is its own thing but boys like someone's gonna die but I kind of like the simplicity of the boyhood rough and tumble. You do until your kid's friend has a chunk of their hair in his hand and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, but you just break it up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they each have a breather and they're like, oh, should we just keep playing? Like they just want to get on with it. Female yeah. friendships? Yeah complicated yeah, yeah. so more, complicated much more lasting effects too yeah well and did we solve anything for this poor deal no i don't believe we did actually mm. what did we? i think your advice was best revs which is to explain the situation after the fact to your kids to kind of label that behavior yeah. as being not cool or during i mean it doesn't have to be like later later because little kids they won't even remember right but you can throw them a look or like have a communion yes. with your kid in the moment and be like Phew. All I can say is someone who's through the young, young playdates that can be so awkward, it gets better. They do really go work it out on their own. Oh, thank goodness. What age? Well, I've got almost five and seven, but and then it probably gets complicated again out the other end. <laughs> and then you have tweenhood. No! Yeah. Let's park that. Let's... I find that the most complicated. Yes, we will park it. But the thing that I find really interesting about that age and stage is that puberty comes fast for some people and really delayed for others. And the age gaps or the developmental gaps are once again pronounced. Because yes. you know how when they're young, like a, a newborn baby versus a two-year-old, the yeah. differences are enormous. Yeah. But then something changes when you have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Yeah. They can kind of roll together. Yes. But the puberty shift, whew, I am well, that was us. dreading it. Yeah. That was us. You were a late developer. I was an early developer. Yeah. Somehow we were still compatible though. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, maybe it's not that big a deal. But I know that with boys, because mm. they talk about man children, you know, in year seven, there's always one kid who's like grown a beard. And yeah. it's like, who is this enormous human man child? Oh, man. Look, later us can deal with that. Yeah. Well, happy Friday, ladies and dudes, if there are any of you out there listening. <laughs> Dom, is that your name? <laughs> Our one male listener. Our one male DL. Hey, Dom. <laughs> we hope you have some fun things planned this weekend. I know the weather is going to be fucking awful in Sydney. So to all the parents out there, I hope you survive indoor life. Hope you've got an iPad, some Connect Four, a bit of drawing paper. Good luck to us all. Bit of reading eggs. Bit of reading eggs. Little spawny, not spawny. Yeah. <laughs> Love you all.
ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So obviously we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. (laughs) So I've been using Wild Deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so Mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, mwah, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia. Australia, and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. Oh, bye. Bye.